It's time now for KMTS Connections, a public affairs program from KMTS News. Heard weekdays around 1230. Once again, it's Gabe from the KMTS Morning Show talking CMC non-credit uh, spring courses and um, seminars and all classes sorts, and that kind of thing. Of <laughs> Anne-Marie from uh, Colorado Mountain College is here once again today. Always enjoy these. Uh, you and I clearly are alike. You say when you schedule these classes, a lot of times you look for things that you would be interested in and you hope that the community is also interested in. Clearly, it's been several years now, so I'd say that you're on to something. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. This last spring one, too, we, we added 30 new classes for spring, which was huge. Part of it is I just can't stop. Like, when if somebody comes to me with a good idea, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's put it on there. So, What kind of criteria do you have? I, obviously... Colorado Mountain College is an educational institution and you're not a money maker and you have to justify the space and have enough Marketing. people register yeah. for these classes mm -hmm. to you know justify offering the classes so do you have set thresholds so it's it's kind of a delicate balance constantly. I mean, that's part of my job that I don't enjoy the best <laughs> is because we, we try to set the prices low enough and pay my instructors high enough so that we it all evens out is really what I try to do on everyone. Now, the great thing is, is some of my classes, like um, I have Miranda Watson does uh, watercoloring and those classes fill all the time. So those are full. So a lot of those that are full can cover some of my classes where the enrollment isn't as much. So it's a super great balance of throwing all the balls up in the air and hopefully they all, you know, manage out. So, And that's another reason why it's always good to remind folks, the earlier you can register for a class, the better. Because the quicker you reach whatever that critical mass is, the better. Exactly. As opposed to having to cancel the class or delay it or yeah. something like that. Yeah, we usually have that you can drop a class two days before the class and get it, receive your refund. But that makes my life crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Um, but it's there's nothing like, you know, yes, we're a go. And then somebody drops that day and you're like, oh. So, uh, yeah, if you can register early, it just makes it so much better. And we did just um, implement some packages, which people seem to really like. Um, I have a collage class with Annie Bell. And so we did, if you, if you um, registered for the package, you got a deal. And then that way I know all of those classes are going. And it completely worked this time because we have people signed up. So that's kind of a win-win all the way around. And I think I might try to do that a little bit more often is do some packaging. We're doing it with some of our kids' classes as well because um, we're just sense. starting some kids' classes over at uh, Glenwood Springs Elementary School for the Wednesday early release. Ah, okay. So. That makes sense. Working, kind of working in the community to fill voids, uh, maybe not only in terms of education, but in other ways also. Yeah, because we found out that some of the times the parents are having trouble in the middle of the day picking up their mm -hmm. children and bringing right. them here. Right. So we're trying to just have them at the school and make it easier. And do something worthwhile. Exactly. And, and maybe learn something as well. Definitely. Or a skill. 
so you, you brought a couple folks with you today. Dave Levine, who I think we talked with, was it a couple years ago? Three years ago, maybe? Ooh, they know. all run together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> After COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us uh, what, what Dave's um, got to offer. Definitely. So Dave um, previously had taught a couple different classes for us. And so now we, we came up with this idea because I'd had some gentlemen approach me saying, you have all these classes for women, but what about men? And so at the time, I happened to be watching Ted Lasso, and they have this group, the Diamond Dogs, where they it's the group of coaches and men where they just talk about relationships and life and all sorts of anything that comes up if one of them has an issue. They used to call the group together, and they talk it out, which was great. And so I just thought, why don't we do that? And Dave is the absolute perfect person to lead that. And so I kind of want him to talk about the class and kind of introduce it, um, which would be great. Diamond Dogs Do Dinner. So this is, this is from, from the Ted Lasso show. Yeah, this, okay. was, this was an idea that Anne-Marie had. We were kind of bouncing around some ideas about what, what would be helpful in our community for men. And, um, you know, of course, if you've got people you hang out with, you do stuff with, you know, a fr- a, one fellow asked me, he's like, how's this different than going out to the bar with all my friends? And I asked him, I'm like, oh, do you have friends to go out to the bar with? And he said, no. And I said, okay, well, th- this would be different as there'd be a group of people to hang out with, you know, at, at a minimum, right? You know, so, so we're not going to do the drinking thing here because we're at, we're at the college and that how, it, how it's going. But kind of thinking about, you know, how could we, there's a lot of new people in the Valley, a lot of people who work a lot, a lot of family responsibilities. It's kind of hard to get out of the house or meet new people. So how could we do something that would be fun, a, a, have a, a setting where we could aim to talk about things that were going on in life, whether it was relationships or aging parents or kid stuff or challenges at work, without it having to be a heavy, difficult thing. Right, not not a heavy men's group. You got to do a lot of reading. This is aiming for big personal growth. We're going to get together. We're going to cook dinner, and we're going to aim to have some natural conversations coming out of it. So, as the facilitator, um, these things can go one of two ways. You mentioned it. You know, a lot of groups are so regimented and so well planned, yeah. right? And again. It's because you've got a goal at the end of the get-together that you're trying to meet. Yeah. It sounds like these are much more open-ended in terms of folks getting what they want to from them. Yeah. I mean, there's a few points of this class. It's really like you're saying. I mean, great observation, Gabe. It's, it's facilitation. It's not teaching. The goal is connection, camaraderie, conversation. I mean, that's really what it's about. At the end of the day, I do a lot of work as a facilitator. I also do a lot of work as an executive and leadership coach. So my job as a coach, I never know what's going to happen when I'm working with somebody. My job isn't to direct them to an outcome that I've prescribed. My job is to help them see something that was right in front of their face that they didn't see previously. That's exactly what we're aiming for here. So we're going to get different opinions. My job as the facilitator, let's bring out different opinions. How do you handle aging parents? What's going on with that? What have you learned? There may be crickets. That's okay. I know how to bring it out to people so that somebody hopefully leaves with, wow, that's helpful for me. It's more helpful than when I came in. And again, the point is 
just for uh, a few guys to get together and you've got a task that you are completing, right? Because you are making dinner as part of this, Yeah, we're, right? we're making dinner. So we take the focus off. It's not yes. quite so heavy right. sitting You're around in a circle. You're not staring at each other. Exactly. No, sitting, you know, I mean, it's, 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 you know what? Let's get together. Let's have some food, break the ice a little bit. And we're going to talk over eating, right? We're going to talk over hanging out as opposed to sit down, hang out. I'm sorry, sit down, talk. Right, That's right, hard. and st- stare at each other, and everybody has a turn where you know, up until it's your turn to talk, you're sweating and thinking, you're sweating. Okay, what am I going to say? Where's my drink? We yeah. don't get one. I'm at CMC. <laughs> no, we're aiming. Right, that's not. We're aiming to keep it light, while also, you know, we're not. We're not just here just to hang out and learn how to make dinner. That's not what we're doing. It's a casual conversation. One of the reasons we're doing it here is because it's an inclusive environment. Right, we, we, we can really bring in people from a lot of different walks of life as opposed to aiming to go out to dinner somewhere. And for some people, it's like, wow, it's, that's very expensive or I don't want to eat that kind of food. We're going to keep it really inclusive. Now, there are two of these uh, that, that happen in the uh, spring semester, one on February 15th and then one on April 18th. Yeah. And um, just go to the website and sign up, yeah. coloradomtn.edu. There's actually go through the menus for us, Anne Marie. Yep. So it's it's the website, and then you go to you go to classes, right? And then you go to community education, and then it'll be on the right. Uh, it'll say schedule classes, and you click on that. Okay. And I think you can also there's a search function on the website also, yes. right? Yes. So maybe if you just search for Dave Levine, you yes. should be able to find uh, what courses um, he is facilitating as well. Definitely. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll visit with uh, Thelma Zabel, who is here as well. You're listening to KMTS Connections. Welcome back to KMTS Connections. Again, this afternoon, we're talking about uh, spring semester offerings at the uh, Colorado Mountain College Glenwood campus. Anne-Marie Dieter is the uh, lady that, um, how many new classes did you say this spring? 30? 30? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of work for you. <laughs> it is a lot of work. I, I, sometimes I wonder. I, I, I'm a masochist. I love the pain, especially getting people hired. That's usually yeah. one of my biggest challenges is sure. finding the instructor. And then there are those instructors that you have that relationship with that tend to come back year after year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, it's a family thing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, of course, talking about Thelma Zabel. Of course, uh, years ago, we talked with uh, Gary because um, he leads the uh, the trip to the Grand Canyon every year. I imagine you've done the hike a time or two. Right? I have. Yeah. But after a couple of times, we said, my daughter and I one year said, uh, no, we're going to go to Santa Fe. <laughs> And take our bikes. And we did. Just as pretty in a different way and maybe not as strenuous or hot. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) A lot of, uh, well, we're not going to get off topic. We're going to stay on topic here. But I did go to Santa Fe once when I was a kid. We'll talk more about that later. Okay. Um, So art classes. Art is an ongoing thing. It almost feels like art is one of those things that's universal and there are so many things that you can do within the context of art. Right. And I have to put a plug in here for my partner in crime. Actually, I call us a dynamic duo. Maureen Toffer, who teaches dance, 
at, while I teach art, and then oftentimes we flip the classes. I take her kids, she takes mine. We work just in synchronicity. We really do. We plan together. And, yeah. I can um, see that. You it's remind a me a little bit of Maureen, actually, now that you, you <laughs> Well, that's it. a compliment. Yeah. That is. Anyway, it's a, it's a wonderful relationship, and we're one of those, two of those who have been back a number of times. I think this is our seventh year with summer camps and art classes. But it was interesting listening, I think, um, to Dave because he said something about facilitating and I think I do teach, depending on the age of the children, this morning with our three-and-a-half to five-year-olds, we talked a lot about colors, and they were using, you know, uh, watercolors, and somebody said, I said, okay, you've got some yellow, here's some blue, and someone shouted out when they put their blue on the paper, I made green. And so that, there's that teaching part, but there's also the facilitating, because any child can be creative, you just need to know how to bring it out, you know? You're taking me back to what was Riverside and Mr. Phillips in kindergarten. <laughs> and, yes, me in colors, and it's a long story. But oh, Jim you, you Phillips. just took me back there. You were so lucky if you had Jim Phillips for yeah. kindergarten. <laughs> yep. yep. And uh, Dee Wagstrom was his teacher's aide at the time, and she was... Yeah, between the two of them, I was a very happy five-year-old. Oh yeah, uh, maybe not happy to go to school, but happy to you know, be in the classroom with uh, with them. Right. Well, yeah. and and if I can tell you what happens then as the kids get older, you're doing more with colors. You're talking about contrast, and you're talking about hues, and you know how you can um, put color on a page to really represent something realistic because. Three and a half to five year olds are not. We're not doing much that's realistic. We're talking about colors and shapes, and we're tearing paper or learning to cut, or we're messing with clay. You know, and as as the children get older, it's really fun to have somebody you start with at three and a half. And Maureen would say this about dance too, mm. and watch them as they're seven, and then nine, and eleven, and um, that's that's the beauty of having these kids year after year. And we do some of them. And the spring, I imagine, because, again, art is kind of universal. It's just whatever level you're at. Mm -hmm. Are you teaching uh, young adult and adult classes as well? Not I. Okay. Uh, we go up to 12-year-olds, sometimes 13 in the summer. We've had, uh, we have summer camps, mm. and we'll put a plug in for that right now, too. But we have kids up uh, to 12 and maybe 13 in summer camp. And then I think... Miranda, did you mention Miranda when we were on? Yeah, on Mike um, teaches adults. So does Annie Bell. So Maureen's got a nice group of people doing some adult art classes. So you're we're talking about younger kids, mm -hmm. pre preschool age. Are well, there some after school programs as well. We yes. Okay. In fact, um, Maureen's got uh, Maureen and I teach here on Wednesday afternoons. We teach Wednesday mornings the younger ones, and then we have the after school kids on Wednesday. But like Anne-Marie said, some of the children who can't make it here now have the opportunity to go over to the elementary school and take some classes. And those aren't necessarily art, are yeah, they? Are they science? And They're more STEM classes, and mm -hmm. we're going to do a little bit of AI. Um, Spencer Austin Martin is a great teacher. He's going to teach some of the um, code writing. So, okay, yeah, definitely kids will have some options there. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about 
young kids and art. I love what you said about it's you're teaching colors and you're teaching shapes. And I remember the stereotypical, you know, the old cliche, you know, keep it in, in, in the lines, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and so the other thing, there are so many media that you can work with. Oh, yeah. Art. Are you primarily working with, you mentioned watercolors. I mean, do you do some crayons as well? Oh, yeah. And, and really, watercolors are probably not the ideal thing with preschoolers because they're kind of runny. They go all over. But that's mm. what we were aiming for today. We wanted to see things mixing. But we also use tempera paint with them. We use oil pastels, which are like a mixture between chalk and crayons. They go on. They're really nice and smooth, and the kids really like that. Clay. We do box sculpture. Um just with a lot of gluing and um, looking for interesting shapes. Sometimes just to, um, because some children will just take little boxes and glue them all together, and that's great. But some kids need a little bit more direction. And so sometimes I have little tiny animals or something like that. Most recently it was hedgehogs. And I gave everybody this little tiny hedgehog. And we said, you know, let's make a let's make a house for your hedgehog. So you know, you just have to individualize it depending on the the level and the interest of the child. You know, this may be a bit of a stretch, Dave. As I hear Thelma talking about the art in the classroom and the expression, and yes, I know they're young kids, they're preschool age, but they're still expressing themselves in some way, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm actually thinking of the conversation when we were talking with Dave earlier mm -hmm. about the the men's group, the, uh, what do we call it, uh, Diamond Dogs Do Dinner, right? It's a, uh, I'm going to have to watch Ted Lasso now yeah. so, that, <laughs> yeah. I can, so that I can figure out what it's all about. But I, I, I see a similar theme here, right? The kids are doing an activity and they're learning, mm -hmm. And they're learning about the colors and shapes. And I'm sure they're talking to each other. They're interacting with you. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it reminds me, Dave, what you were talking about, making dinner at, at your men's group. You That's know, right. you've got, you're both facilitating. Yeah. So you're kind of giving some direction and you're just kind of seeing what happens in the classroom. Yeah, actually, if, if it's okay, if I, I, Dave, do you want to turn? <laughs> I'm going to go for it. And then you. No, it just makes me think about what I tell the children, especially the older children, the ones that are kindergarten through sixth grade, you know, the older ones that we have. I always say you're going to learn as much from each other as you learn from me because you give children materials, and I, especially to the older ones, I always say, because you don't want everybody to feel like theirs has to look mm -hmm. like everybody else's. And I always say... Everybody's is going to be different, and that's the beauty of this. And you will learn from each other as you watch each other or talk to each other. Yeah, and it's, it's in this instance, a lot of people can have a hard time being like, oh, I know what I want to talk about. Here's a whole bunch of people I've never met before, and I'm just going to air my dirty laundry. Well, that's probably not where we're going to start, right? <laughs> right? So I you know, probably like the art classes in some regards, like I have an idea of how to start these conversations, how to bring people in, how to make it feel like a safe place to participate, even if it's not their conversation or their question. And you know what I've learned from both teaching, facilitating, being a coach for many years, it's often if one person has something going on in that room, 
a lot of other people have similar things going on. So sure. even if you don't say anything, right. you get a lot of value from from seeing it. It's probably very similar in the the art context to maybe more so with older kids or young mm-hmm. adults. But okay, what's my inspiration? I don't know what I'm going to do, and the uh, the instructor, the facilitator, can maybe give some examples and and just by talking a lot of times you'll exercise the brain and a little uh, uh, back and forth back and forth uh, I'm the term is escaping me right now but something can shake loose anyway so again what Dave's saying makes me think of one of my favorite books and that is um, beautiful oops and if parents are listening to this, they should go check it out of the library or go buy it. And it's a wonderful book that talks about um, everybody can create something, even if it's out of something that you thought was an oops or a mistake. And um, it's kind of like there's no right way to do it. Kind of like the guy that accidentally dropped his chocolate in the peanut butter right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. back in the 80s. Bilateral stimulation, by the way, is the term I was trying oh, to think Oh, of. that's right. a serious term. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you got, you're stimulating the brain in some way, and then the idea comes to you, and there's your project or yeah. your inspiration. One final break. We'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment. You're listening to KMTS Connections. Welcome back to KMTS Connections. Again, this afternoon we're talking about uh, spring semester 2024. Wow. How did it be come to be 2024 already? Uh, a number of different offerings. We heard from uh, Thelma Zabel in that uh, last segment there. A number of different uh, art classes for uh, young people that she teaches and then others available for, obviously, uh, all ages this spring. Dave Levine, uh, coming back to you again, you facilitate the um, class or what would you even call it? I always struggle dinner. with this when we talk about, yeah, there you go. You call it dinner. The, the dinner, the event. Uh, Diamond Dogs Do Dinner, again, uh, kind of taken from the Ted Lasso TV show, uh, which I see every time I look at whatever that streaming, is it Hulu that it's on? Anyway, whatever the platform is, I see it all the time. I just have never actually watched it. Um, And that is not a requirement. Actually, there are no requirements. There's no reading list. Um, There's really no expectation. Um, You're going to try and engage the people that attend this, but you're not going to make everybody sit in a circle and share their deepest, darkest secrets. It's really pretty open-ended. Um, it's very open-ended. And there will be stuff to do. Uh, you mentioned that the part of this is uh, you're going to cook dinner. Yeah. Are are you, is Dave going to cook dinner? Is everybody going to participate in this? Is everybody going to cook their own dinner? How exactly does that work? Is well, it kind of like the home ec class I took back in high school? No, it's, okay. it's going to be a little bit more um, see what happens in the moment. Who has the skills for something? Some people are great choppers and sous chefs. They're going to just want to stand over there and chop carrots or whatever it is. But the goal is to do an activity together. Peel the potatoes. I will peel the yeah. potatoes all night. Yeah, long. I mean, we're going we're gonna to take into account people's dietary needs and come up with something that we can cook together and then have a meal together. And the whole point is conversation, connection. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of folks these days who don't even know how to get started in meeting new people. Show up at a networking event. It just feels awkward. 
right? Just because what do I say? Who do I talk to? You know, all this kind of stuff. This kind of thing is we're going to do, we're going to cook dinner together, and we're going to just start talking. And if people are quiet, I'll start priming the pump with things to talk about. Hopefully you meet some new friends. If we want to talk about some things that are really deeply important, we can do that. If we end up cooking dinner, meeting some new people, that works too. If you had to pinpoint one, and again, this is not necessarily, you're not looking for huge personal growth or anything like that necessarily. If it happens, it happens. Uh, but if you were to to nail down the purpose, it it almost sounds like, and I hesitate to use this term because, again, these things can sometimes be somewhat awkward, but it sounds kind of like a networking thing. You know what I mean? In in not in the business standpoint, but in the you're going to show up. Communities, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, let's let's take let's not be afraid of what you just said, but take it to a slightly different level. Networking, like there's a lot of people who who work and live in isolation, even though they're around people every single day. They don't have people that they can just say, hey, you know, this is what's going on with my aging parents. You know, this is what's going on. Man, I'm really struggling getting into shape, and I keep trying to do that, and I don't know what's in my way. Why don't I get to the gym? It doesn't, it's not always appropriate to have those conversations at work. And if you have that space and you've got those people, awesome. But if you don't have a place to even just bring up some, like, what's going on with you, life can feel really isolating. So this is just an opportunity, and we're actually doing, in each of the, quote, classes, we're doing two evenings together. So one evening we'll make dinner, and maybe it's more of a meet and greet and get to know each other a little bit. By the next time, maybe people want to share more things, and we can go a little bit deeper if that's of interest. And if we keep it as dinner and you made some new friends, and maybe for even for people who are like, wow, I never really knew how to cook, and, and maybe you learned how to make whatever we're doing, tacos, chili, I don't know what we're going to cook. Maybe you learn a few skills on how to do that. You just mentioned a couple of my favorites. So okay, I'm great. Listening. So you're coming. <laughs> I'm signing you up, Gabe. <laughs> I'm definitely listening for sure. Yeah. Again, uh, the title of the class, for lack of a better term, is Diamond Dogs Do Dinner. Again, you can learn more at coloradomtn.edu if you go to classes and then community education. And then on the right side, you'll see the uh, the schedule there. And you can it's search. academics. Sorry, it's academics and then classes. Oh, sorry. I missed, I missed a uh, – I'm sure that was my fault. I was writing kind of fast. Um, and, again, there is a search on the website. So if you yep. want to learn more, you can do that. And uh, just search for Dave Levine if uh, you want to um, – learn more about the uh, course or, or sign up. Again, February 15th and April 18th are when the first nights are for each one of those. Again, there's, there's two nights to each one of those sessions, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, Anne-Marie, obviously with 30 classes, we're just talking specifically about a couple here, but you've got a lot of other uh, classes that are worthwhile, including some, you know, at the beginning I was saying sign up for classes early so that they don't get canceled. 
And another reason to sign up early for classes, you've actually got a couple that are already full. We do. We do. And so um, many people in the community know Kevin and uh, Sharon Brady that own Cooper Wine and Spirits. And I've been asking, I've been bugging him for about two years now (laughs) to teach a class. And he's finally um, said yes. And so they're doing um, a Bordeaux class that filled up in, do you know your Bordeaux? And it filled up in like two days. So, yeah, um, as soon as the um, bulletin comes out, look at it. Don't put it on your counter and register for classes. Uh, There's a couple other ones. Our pickleball. We're starting to have pickleball, um, which people love pickleball. And so the inside up at our Spring Valley campus, we've got an amazing field house. And so I've got an instructor, Trey Palmer, and he's been teaching pickleball classes. So right now we're doing Mondays and Wednesdays, and we're hoping to add on to that as well because they've been filling up. So yeah, lots of different classes. And Dr. Ron Karsten, he actually was a CMC grad and he's amazing. He's going to do a talk on um, alternative care for your pets. So that's coming up as well. Great. Uh, alternative health care? Health care, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Very yeah. good. That's a, And again, you can learn more about all of those at coloradomtn.edu. And again, now is the time because yes, you never know. Those courses uh, that you're interested in may get really popular really quick and may fill up. You know one that uh, you should think about? I think you know someone who may know a little something about canning. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and Amory's husband uh, is, uh, how many jars of pickles did he uh, hand think, out this year? I think he did 200. Yeah. I leave the house. Like, it's a weekend thing. And I vacate because it's so insane. But now he has people, like, requesting him. Like and he's me. very stingy. He's very stingy with his pickles. I feel very lucky that I was able to uh, get in on that list. I'm hoping I stay on the list. To be <laughs> were you? Were they too hot? See, they're too hot for me. Oh, really? No, oh, I thought they were absolutely perfect. Really? Yeah, they're just like my grandma and my my mom made when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. My dad said grandma made them better than my mom did, but I yeah. I thought they were all about the same. He learned from his mom. So that's right. He, there yeah. you go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a great tradition. Dave, Thelma, anything additional from either one of you? Uh, Thelma, I know you you're, you wanted to put a plug in for the summer. Um, Sign up for summer art, dance, music, drama camps. And now this year we've added cooking to it. So, yeah, look for that. And when does that bulletin come out? So that'll probably come out in like the very beginning of May. Okay. Yeah, if not the end of April. And again, when it comes, go through it right away. Pick out the classes you want to take yeah. or that you want to sign the kids up for. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I, I would love to know. Sorry. I would love to know. Most of the people that take our classes, I ask them and they hear about it through our bulletin. Mm. But if you're not receiving a bulletin, how can I reach you? You know, uh, my email is adeter, D-E-T-E-R, at Colorado mtn.edu. We are going to start a mass emailing, which I will not blast you, but I will just send out gentle reminders of some of the exciting classes, because I know there's a population out there that aren't getting these that would love some of these classes. 
That's the third time this week that that subject has come up. A couple of days ago, I was talking with somebody exactly the same thing, saying, I hate to bug people. And I said, you know what? As much email as I get, even if I'm interested, it's usually the second or third reminder mm-hmm. that I actually act on. Yeah. Because it's it gets lost. It does. You know, it's it just does. that's the way things are now, yeah. you know. So don't feel bad about okay. sending a reminder or two. Okay. So but if anybody an... is listening and you haven't heard from me, it's not intentional, I promise you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so send me an email if you want to be on that list. Okay. One other quick thing is we've got a really cool class that's going to talk about AI, all about chat GPT and AI. So whether you love it, whether you hate it, you're embracing it, this class is going to be really good. As I'm talking at a class here, but as someone who's used it a little bit, I feel like it's just like any other tool. Yes. You have to know how to use it, and you still have to have knowledge of how you're using it in order to get a, a, a reasonable, a workable, a practical result. Definitely. But, and this right. class will help. We'll definitely look for that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the wave of the future, I guess. Yeah. You're either using the tools or you're not, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Is kind of how, how that goes sometimes. Dave, any final thoughts from you? I'd just love to have people think about uh, the opportunity here where the Diamond Dogs do dinner. is something to do on a Thursday night. Come out. We'll make some dinner. You'll meet some new people. We'll have some good conversation. Again, want to learn more about any of this, it's coloradomtn.edu. That's the website. And again, Anne-Marie's email is adeter at coloradomtn.edu. So A-D-E-T-E-R at coloradomtn.edu. All right. All the best to all of you. We'll see you around. Thank you. You've been listening to KMTS Connections, a public affairs program from KMTS News, heard weekdays around 1230. It's another reason we are the most listened to radio station from Rifle to Aspen.